Hello, the internet, and welcome to this year-end episode of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist! This is a new one we're trying, a new format, uh, where we're going to uh, look back at the predictions that were made about 2021 and, you know, give people shit for being incredibly wrong, uh, including ourselves. Yeah. We, We did a predictions episode last year. I went back and listened. We sounded very tired. I think it was the last thing we recorded in 2020. So uh, I am Jack. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Yes. Just here to take down people who are not clairvoyant. Idiots. I'm going to just idiot. do that a lot. Oh, my God. You <laughs> idiot. Dude, why do people still listen to Nostradamus? This fool is like taking so many L's. Right. Well, he takes big swings. That's a, yeah, that's that's a big true. mistake you want to avoid. Right. Miles, we are joined uh, by super producers, uh, Anna Hosnier and Becca yes. Ramos. Becca. Hello, hello. Hello. What's up, guys? Welcome, welcome. Um, Thank you. The law firm of Hosnier, Ramos, Gray, and O'Brien. There it is. <laughs> All right. So... Yeah, I did. I did take a look back. Um, that was my one piece of research, and then Becca, you did a, b- a bunch more research. So I'll, I'll just talk about last year's TDZ predickies first. Uh, I used the word predickies in that yeah, episode. I don't know about that. You shouldn't say that word. Predickies. Predickies. I don't know about that, dude. Okay. Um, Predicts. Oh, predictions. 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 Um, anyways, we did end up, uh, spending a lot of the, uh, episode talking about sneezing and farting at the same time based on, uh, based on, uh, Miles' prediction that Biden would give us one of the best gaffes ever. Um, and then yeah, Anna in that was he completely like, just dropped the ball on his whole fucking administration. I, I was yeah. thinking of something a little more funny yeah. than embarrassing. It was a gaff, just not a bodily function gaff. Yeah. 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 It wasn't yeah, it wasn't silly. Uh they hit all the silliness behind the scenes. Uh and I I don't know. It does seem like they hid him for the most part. They they heard that episode and were like, Oh my god. <laughs> Hide him before he farts and sneezes at the same, <laughs> the same time. time. Oh, man. oh god. That would actually humanize him a little to me. I'd be like, Yeah, okay. I mean, I've done that. Yeah. They're like, he ghosted Putin on that call. They're like, what happened? It's like he was farting and sneezing. We couldn't even we couldn't even put him on a, a video call. Would have ruined everything. Miles, you opened up with a pick of intensifying third party talk. And I was like, that is the stupidest prediction I've ever heard uh <laughs> ever at the time. Uh and you you were right, it turns out. Um yeah, no, that this was uh dead on. At least in terms yeah. of how I felt about uh, by the end of the year, I was like, hey, we we don't really have a way out of this with these two parties, do we? No, no. And I think we're not quite at that phase where the the talk is serious, but people are very much at that point where they're like, man, I'm off this shit. Like, yeah, that's where we're at right now. And I think that's the danger. The most dangerous thing for Democrats is a bunch of disillusioned people who were like i thought i would have my student debt canceled i thought maybe i would have the two thousand dollars you fucking promised or fifteen dollar minimum wage and i think that is you know it's it's funny you talk to so many people like the other day when we did that live show backstage someone was like they're like he's like what party i don't know 
Republicans like fuck that like Democrats like I just want to scream at them all the time like because they're not doing anything and I think that's kind of where a lot of people are whether or not they're able to articulate it so I'm curious to see if you know someone other than Andrew Yang tries to sort of ideate around a like a tangible third party type thing Mm. but I don't know I mean I think that's it is people are definitely over it yeah I predicted the rise of just sort of the other side of that coin. Like, can't we just go back to sleep and stop paying attention to this sort of mainstream Democrat bullshit? I feel like that hasn't been true as much, or at least it hasn't been that visible. I'm sure it's true in some in some places, people just being like, well, Biden's got it. I think that one is more like not as clearly articulated. Like, can't we just stop talking about this? Like, because we just had a hard four years. It's more that like, none of the like the media just doesn't isn't talking about anything that's like substantial at the moment like it's if you watch the news they would act like yeah why do people need enhanced unemployment benefits the pandemic's over kind of yeah and that's not the case i think the most impressive prediction came from anna hosnier because she was talking about how you know we haven't been driving from the pandemic we won't drive as much, uh, but we will be worse at it. There will be, she didn't say a rise in accidents, but like that was heavily implied. And that is, that was, there was just a front page LA Times story that was like, it's a shocking rise in accidents, despite the fact that fewer people are on the road. So yep. how, how did you know that, Anna? Uh, no, I mean, that was just more like, people don't know how to handle themselves in general so add a moving vehicle that can cause destruction and it's gonna um it's it can't go any any worse i don't know it's just so sad right and you were recording that episode while speeding down a a residential street yeah drinking a glass of wine smoking six (laughs) cigarettes like i'm wild right (laughs) in in reverse pedal to the metal (laughs) yo it's flying in reverse yep um anna you also i i said movies were gonna come back i don't know my my predictions were very bland you went back to the movies Uh, i went back to the movies that might have been personal not a ton of people Went back to the movies, but Anna, you were t- used that to talk about trying to escape our phones, which I do feel like is a more coherent idea that I'm hearing from more and more people. Just the idea of like, uh, there's a book that's becoming more popular. That's uh, basically the technology equivalent of the like how to quit smoking book. I think there's like a a uh, coherent movement by people who are just trying to leave that shit behind. Right. That's interesting because I have gone fully just the other direction. I now am like, whatever, lean in. Who cares? Mm -hmm. At this point, like, (laughs) I'm not even joking. This is not a bit. I know I'm Mrs. Bits, but uh, (laughs) I I have just like... (laughs) I hate my life. Um, I've gotten to this point where now I'm like... I've had a very dark year, if that wasn't clear, but uh, I just, I can't keep pretending like I've got it figured out. Like, I, I just, I'm like, yeah, man, these phones, am I right? They're spying on us. They're listening to us. Like, can we even like exist? But it's just like, what am I even doing? Like, whatever. There's going to be a giant wave soon anyway that just takes my phone away from me regardless. So like, I, I can't keep trying to fight this um, never ending tech doom that we're facing Mm. so now it's like 
I'll give my email to anybody offering me two percent <laughs> off my first order at this point. I'm like, whatever. Right. I'm already like, paying ten bucks a month to have more gigabytes to get da- emails that give me anxiety. Like, ugh, what's the point? Sorry, yeah. is this dark? <laughs> no, <laughs> my not at all. Prediction for the new year the, is a giant wave saving darkest, us from ourselves. No, the darkest thing was that like I'm kind of bummed out that you would let the wave like knock the phone out of your hand. Like I'm not letting <laughs> no fucking wave knock this fucking phone out of my hand. Yeah, right. Fuck that. Nice you try. have one of those Asshole. necklaces that have the phone protector, the <laughs> yeah, waterproof phone You can phone swim protector. with it. You're like. <laughs> That's my prediction for the year. A rise and everyone will have the phone neck protector. Right. <laughs> for when we're waiting for the wave to take yeah. us <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Miles, you had a good one about Jake Paul being the new Donald Trump, but I think that one's still percolating in the background, but definitely we got some mainstreaming of the Paul brothers uh, or uh, Bill Simmons had one of the Pauls on his podcast and like, how'd you do it, man? How'd you like change oh boxing? You it's like it? with racism. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking loser who showed up at the right time. That's all. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, uh, I think it's time to move on to making fun of other people's predictions yes. from 2021 because yeah, they're idiots. Unlike us who are smart and got everything almost Exactly right. And Becca, you you took some time to uh, look back at these, right? I took some time to surf the internet and scour what the world predicted for 2021. And there's some funny ones. There were some sadly way too on the nose ones. But looking back, uh, we have the French philosopher Notre Dame, who is, you know, known for being eerily correct on a lot of things. But obviously he died in 1566, so we can only take his predictions with a grain of salt. Uh, But his predictions last year for the year 2021 was a global famine, which, Mm -hmm. you know, I won't say was incorrect. I feel like we've gotten a lot of news about the rise of food deserts, especially with the, I think, heightened issues of poverty caused by the pandemic of, you know, lack of income and, you know, homelessness, you know, rising and lots of other things. So not a crazy one. Yeah. Uh, he also predicted solar storms and asteroids. And, you know, like global warming's coming for us. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not that hip at, to the uh, solar system and global warming, but I'm sure it's not crazy. I'm sure it's not out of the realm of possibility that that what? will come yeah. at some point. You're giving Nostradamus a lot of flexibility here. Like, you know, <laughs> he, he didn't conceive of global warming, so I guess we can put a maybe solar storm was the heat wave that just like rocked the fucking earth over the summer miles what is heating the earth when we talk about climate change the sun Mm. solar and then what are we getting a lot more of because of that storms storms thank you you. solar storms right okay that's that's right okay and asteroids who's probably talking about like talking about my my hemorrhoids i got on my ass (laughs) (laughs) probably specific yo he was spot on with those asteroids Am I right? Those are hemorrhoids, right? Okay, going on. Sorry. Uh, He also predicted an earthquake uh, from the article I pulled from, which was the New Yorker article. Actually, it was a New York Post article. Um, They specifically said California. Uh, Surprisingly, that did not happen, but fires have come for California. Mm -hmm. So, you know. An earthquake of all the footsteps of people leaving California for Texas. Exactly. Even though that's the quit capital of the country right now. 
right crazy because the minimum wage hasn't raised there i mean not that it hasn't raised across the country but the minimum wage in texas is like 750 so bananas right and then a zombie apocalypse january 6th you know (laughs) yeah okay actually nas i give that to you nas nostradamus we'll give you that one some nasty predictions now yeah but we got some more realistic ones from actual people who live on this earth today uh so globally there were some predictions like covid vaccine rollouts some people predicted that um people would take the vaccines uh maybe there wouldn't be as much of a fight about vaccines and that there would be a more efficient Mm. rollout system that was definitely wrong we're still dealing with yeah. yeah i saw that in a couple of places i looked too like people being like the pandemic's over by october in rich countries because global capitalism works and you know we all live in a rich place uh but those poors they're gonna have a tough one and it's like you don't do you not know how globalism works and global no. pandemics work um but <laughs> that was from you- the week yeah, especially when you can't get anybody to take the vaccines. And that's been the harder part, right? Right. About right. the rollout. So uh, there's also been predictions that there would be no improvement in tolerance and equal treatment of others while loneliness concerns um, will grow, which I feel like kind of accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like um, Jack, you were saying earlier of I think that conversation of like, let's just go back to normal and mm-hmm. not that the administration's done a good job at that. I think people have highlighted how poorly the administration's done at getting anything done this year, right. but more just, I think the conversations we were having in 2020 about activism definitely slowed in news coverage. Once Biden became elected, you yep. just weren't oh, yeah. seeing as much protest coverage. You weren't seeing as much conversations about like shootings happening, even though they were still happening. Right. Um, so I do think that was pretty. Oh accurate. yeah, that Damn, one I the, was dead on. Good no point. improvement in tolerance. I mean, like, yeah. And way make they were wrong because in a way, maybe I think we re, we fucking regressed, right? Because uh, I mean, Jesus, you, you saw that energy in twenty twenty. Like, oh my god, we're we're here to bring things to a more equitable place. Cut to and play. I, I feel like most people are like, yeah, man, my job said they were doing this, that, and the other. It's like they haven't done nothing since. Well, I think right. that's kind of. The power of the media really forcing us back into the status quo idea of how things should be. Of like, no, 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 everything's cool again. Right. And that you see it on all sorts of media. You see it on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, how they like really like, they're like, no, 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 no everything's cool again. Like they, everything. They really try and push you back into that mindset of like, okay, calm down, calm down. Biden's in office. Right. And people really buy it. And it works. It really works. And you just sit there being like, wait, but like people are dying no still. no th- th- but they're not you right now see and also wouldn't you <laughs> love a new electric toothbrush from oral b yeah <laughs> no oh, they, yeah. it feels too weird on my teeth oh okay well how about sonicare i really just don't like electric toothbrushes okay that's fine. that's fine that's <laughs> fine uh, offline <laughs> right <laughs> I'm not trying to get hacked. I'm trying to have my toothbrush fucking well, out. Well, you know, now that my quip is telling me I'm a loser for not brushing enough, <laughs> yes, it works. It works great. They're like, hey, halitosis mouth. Uh, why don't you pick up the damn toothbrush? You're like, whoa, what the fuck? It, it just texted. My quip just texted me. Yeah. Oh, you in bed already? <laughs> Where are you at? And you didn't uh, brush your teeth? <laughs> Crazy. I mean, that's where it's going. And that's why we need the giant wave. 
<laughs> I'm going to hold my quip and my cell yeah, phone. I know. God damn it, Miles. <laughs> Let go. I'm Let's actually getting, knocking out my hands. <laughs> I'm actually getting very concerned about the giant wave because you were so dead on on a couple things last year. I'm like, oh. You also predicted laser eyes, so maybe I don't need to be so uh, concerned. I don't know. Is it people being like wired in, you know? No, like, no, no. I no, think it's straight like, up shooting deadly lasers. laser eyes. No, I think like lasers. I meant like, so So if you are actually able to fart and sneeze at the same time, you actually <laughs> you, access oh, another level of reality. You discover you Yes, you unlock and you move further oh, into the dimension and grow laser eyes. Kind of like that like woke hotep meme where they got like <laughs> yeah. the, the fucking red oh, laser yeah, eyes yeah. and shit. Yeah, when yeah. you get based. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I think another fun prediction, this one was my favorite wild take of Vox's 2021 predictions. They had a ton, but my favorite one was that Trump will uneventfully leave office on January 20th. And <laughs> that was very much not true. If you remember, this article was released January 5th, uh, 2021, Aww. one day before the insurrection. Uh, they mentioned that there is likely to be some drama and potentially even violent street protests on January 6th. When the Electoral College vote is read before Congress, but that, too, is nearly certain to be political theater that can't overturn the legal election results. True, did not overturn the legal election results, but it was definitely way more than some political theater. theater. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Wow. If only it were like some astroturfing, you know, Coke-funded nonsense, but... No, 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 no. Facebook, though. stage left from the Capitol. Yeah. (laughs) Facebook, they they should get the organizer of the year award for putting Mm -hmm. that whole shit together. Wow, Facebook. We love it. But would you, you would you be able to organize people collectively to, you know, push for lower prescription drug prices? I don't know. Uh, Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. The... Even, even, I think we recorded our predictions one like mid December, and we were like, the violent right is probably going to do the things that they've been saying they're going to do, uh, which like they, they were already talking about, right? Uh, you know, violently. like there's, yeah, like it's being telegraphed because right. that period in between, we saw how wild the stop the steal stuff was getting, and how was it Ali Alexander really? That one tweet is like, I'll die for this. Was like when people were like, okay, even though he's playing, you know, a part to try and get people in a frenzy, that is that rhetoric was taken up so quick. You're like, "Mm -hmm." all right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and uh, talk about more ways everyone is wrong. And we're back. Uh, all right. I do love this this one that you highlighted from the week, Becca. The, <laughs> the next Congress. I saw this. Oh, yeah. I think I also saw it in the week. The next Congress will be surprisingly productive. Oh. Surprisingly productive. Can't in spite of the divided government. Um, and I think they even said something about how, and it's going to drive the progressives mad. They're going to be so angry at how much these guys get done. They're right. We are. I've. I mean, I, I am mad. You're right because they've done, done nothing. I haven't done shit. 
for the opposite reasons. What I was surprised I didn't see any predictions were about specifically student loans. Like I was hoping to see somebody say something about the student loans and their failure or like they were going to be like, no, Biden's definitely going to pay these student loans. But I saw nothing. Either way, he didn't. And I'm still very upset about it. I think people know the power of banking and how much they donate to both parties. They're like, they're not going to fuck with the banks <laughs> or like those debt people who own that debt. Like, that's just come on now. We can delay it. But yeah, it did it out. seem like there was a uh, overall like, ah, we're just going to go back to the Clinton years here or at least the Obama years. Like everything's going to be kind of easier sailing. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. People, yeah, and I think that's the other again, and I think going into 2022, 23, politicians are dealing with an electorate that is so much more like they're just they know more stuff. Not to say that so many people are now like have become wonks, but enough people are aware of things that affect their lives just on Mm -hmm. like more of a general level that like they're not able to just, you know, they're not slick. They're not doing yeah. anything low anymore. Like you're just like, oh no, we see, we actually see all of this, right? Um, yeah. when, and before that, like to those, you know, those golden times you're referring to, like with Clinton who deregulated Wall Street. You know, like the economy was good enough for like enough people that they weren't looking to the government to like explain what was going on. But that momentum, like we've completely we've we rode that momentum to its end now, and the shit has basically stopped. And now people are wondering, like, what is this? you can't just say stuff anymore and i believe it we had some other more fun predictions you know those were all our big news hitter ones but Mm -hmm. we got some food ones and some fashion ones okay i like Mm. food and well i like fashion too can't do it well fashion uh the takeout had uh some quick 2021 food trends they predicted most importantly that um people will start creating their own fancier condiments at home and I think if you've been on TikTok, that's definitely true. There are so many little quick TikTok recipes of being like, how to make your favorite fry sauce at home. Or like right. real, uh, I saw one that I saved personally. It's like, make the best buttermilk ranch or whatever, like without oh, yeah. all the preservatives. Um, right. So I do think that has been a very true prediction. And then they also said to expect to see more plant-based items like vegan oh, yeah. proteins making their ways, not only just meat and egg um, substitute, but dairy as well. I definitely think that has been a trend in the fast food. You've seen a lot of places put staples of impossible meats on their menus. I'm definitely seeing a lot more of the um, food boxes, like the at-home meal kits that are right. like vegan focus or like vegetarian focus. I personally have moved plant-based. So, you know, okay. I definitely think, um, well, Flexitarian. If I eat out, I'll eat some meat, but yeah. I don't cook meat anymore at home. So good for you. You know, I definitely think there has been quite a shift. People are realizing how much that stuff not only affects the environment, but their day to day health and how even just like cutting out a little bit of cheese as someone who loves cheese will affect, <gasps> um, you know, your diet. <laughs> okay. Nope. I'm wow. actually, I got to add another thing. The wave will not knock out my phone, my quip toothbrush or my block of cheese. 
<laughs> that wave is not just getting solid my cheese. Block that you're biting that into I'm just every eating day. like this. I'm like, what do you think that is? Just <laughs> 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 the fucking wave, right? Nah, wow, nah, nah. It's just bullshit. It's cap. You need to really be thinking about how you are becoming shark bait so quick. Okay, <laughs> you need to be careful out there in that wave, Miles. I know. Pulling a whatever. block of cheese. And I, no, Jack's like, wait, shark attack? He's like, where's that wave at? I'm trying to get you <laughs> rubbing right it all over my body. Jack. Get excited. There you go, pal. There's something for you. But, you know, that prediction about the plant-based meat is true because on some of the year-end wrap, like roundups from like DoorDash or like uh, the food delivery sites, they said like one of the most popular items this year were vegan uh, burgers. Okay. So that truly, that helped. So shout out the takeout for, I guess, something they could see in the economic graphs or whatever. But yeah, true. true Right. Like I feel like some of the fast food sandwiches were last year right were like already happening like the yeah, yeah they were starting to burger king i think released theirs impossible 20, whopper yeah. yeah 2019 i think they even did that um right. but i think more places were on stand i think maybe mcdonald's this year released vegan meat on their menu i know back in 2019 kfc did like a trial run with them um, the vegan nuggets Oh, but right, I don't think right. that's a staple um, me- food menu item yet. Oh, yeah. But definitely, I think even more, in, like Miles is saying, like in takeout, like there's just been more people ordering like vegan options, not just like fast, fast food, but like from their restaurants and things like that. Yeah. They really haven't figured out the vegan chicken, I feel like. Am I wrong about that? I, uh, well, okay. I do think um, there's this one brand, what is it called? Nugs. Their oh, they vegan chicken nuggets nice. are okay, yeah. but they are now in stores. Originally, you can only buy them online, and they would like deliver to you in a block of dry ice, mm. and it was kind of expensive and mm. not worth it at that point because they gave you like you had to order like fifty nugs, and now you can order like a twelve pack at the grocery okay. store, which is way more reasonable. But the regular nuggets are okay; they're a little dry. But mm. their spicy nugs, I will say, that flavor is on point. That's a classic. Okay. Yeah. The classics, a, a little dry, okay, but the spicy ones, I think, are better. And oh. the closest I've found, I think, to a chicken substitute, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the vegan meats, personally, especially as someone who has a soy allergy. Like, it just makes my stomach hurt. So a lot of the vegan meats are soy base yeah but there's like this i think it's morning star they have like um this vegan chorizo and that is really good because it's not soy riso which i think like trader joe's has soy riso uh-huh. not a fan of the soy riso nah. but whatever morning stars vegan chorizo is i used it in some vegan empanadas i made and it was okay so good um so. i we maybe i should have said up top but we are not doing predictions for next year in this episode we mm-hmm. are going to be doing those uh in the first episode of the year 2022 um when they will already be at least wrong by one day yeah. um <laughs> so uh look out for our predictions then but it's this is where we just look back and laugh at people for being wrong sorry i should have said that up top my bad people like um, <laughs> These aren't predictions for next year. What's going on with them? Do they know? <laughs> yes, we know. We know. We um, this The New York Times food trends, there were a couple that really stuck out to me. First one was drinks from cans becoming <laughs> a thing. And I'm like, sure. Um, Don't we but, do that already? I mean, I've, I've been drinking out of cans. <laughs> you know but I, 
I think we have, but in general, like that canned cocktail thing, I feel like okay. has exploded. You know what I mean? Because like now oh, all these yes. like spirit brands are hopping in the, you know, they're trying to do battle with the seltzers. So it's um yeah, it's I I I felt that that one was somewhat on point. And the one that I was more curious about, and I'm trying to get everyone's I take on this, is they predicted food for the bedroom. Like bowls yeah. of pretzels? No, if you click on the article, it's <laughs> yeah, too that? much to type out. Sorry. Yeah, y'all. yeah, no the worries. The food I'm... for the bedroom was specifically like those CBD kind of drinks, like the drinks that are specifically mm. designed to help you sleep or relax, like all those infused drinks. Drinks from a can? So... Yeah, like the brand Recess, I think, is like one. Right. To think about oh you're saying you said the brand can is that what you're saying <laughs> the brand can yeah yeah. Uh, no, there is there's a there's a brand yeah there is can. a brand can i was oh. saying oh. brand okay, can jack and then i think yeah but yeah, yeah that's what they meant they meant oh, like drinks that like instead of drinks that are supposed to be like energizing drinks like new you know monster drinks or whatever oh right um, drink a sedative <laughs> yeah they're like more sedatives <laughs> but not alcoholic sedatives you right, know, right, like, right right like you know I do like I that it. they had one good prediction and they stretched it over two with drinks from cans and food for the bedroom, which are drinks from cans <laughs> that will yeah. help you chill out. I thought it'd be like crumbless foods. Yeah, exactly. No, I clicked yeah. through and I was oh, like, man. why did you make this a separate point? I don't like understand. that needs to, they, somebody needs to work on that shit because I have cracker crumbs in my bed oh. and I <laughs> yeah. cannot deal with that. I love eating in my bed. Me too. Um, it's a nasty. I'm a little rat who eats in the bed <laughs> and I have developed techniques and tactics because I regularly get screamed at. Are you fucking eating chips? In the, are you yeah. fucking serious? But I'm like, no, 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 I do the thing. I hold the chip over my mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. No biting. Because when you bite it, you create the crumbs. Mm-hmm. So you got to get a whole chip. Oh, so you got to hand technique. No, 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 yeah. no. It's right under the no chance. The right. Or if it's like a very buttery cracker kind of thing that gets very crummy after the first bite, you got to bite it. And then you got to lick off the crumbs from the edge mm. of the bit part of the cracker <laughs> to make sure you get mm-hmm. any loose crumbs. Off, like, uh, 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 uh. And it's like then, you're cleaning up a murder scene. Yes, you got to start dusting <laughs> wow. for the crumbs. I'm look. I'm just somebody who refuses to change their way. So if I have to adapt Same. and like eat nine minutes longer and do that to be able to do it crumb free, then I'll do it. So Anna, to your point, yes, I would like crumb free bread food. Yeah, um, me too. The only thing I eat in bed is ice cream. That's all I can do. The rest of it, I'm gonna sit on the couch and yeah. finish before I go to bed. When I wake up in the morning, I feel like I've been rolled in breadcrumbs. Like Like an about to be fried chicken cutlet or something. My wife lacks your discipline when it comes to the cracker edges and shit like that. (laughs) Oh, here she comes. Watch out, Jack. She's eating food. Oh, here she comes. She's She's a a bad eater. Oh, here she crumbs. There we go. It takes a village to write these jokes. (laughs) She crumbs, fool. (laughs) Inside of all the notes. Oh, here she crumbs. It's what the fuck. It should be, oh, here she comes, dude. All right. All right, Adam. All right. Okay. I'll go with that. Adam. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Oh, here she comes. Okay. You happy? Uh, Daryl Hall. Uh, I mean, it, this, I don't want to exclusively pick on the New York Times here, but number two is drinks from cans. Number one is meal kits from chefs, which 
Like that's been a thing for a, a long time. But did that take off? I can't point to a meal kit from a chef right now. Yeah, I don't think I've seen one specifically from a chef. I've I seen Bobby all their... Flay make cat food. Or it's like a you very know? New York Times thing where it's like, I know this chef from Baltazar. Absolutely. And he's putting together a meal kit that's like so great. It's like for $400, you get one meal for three people. And you're like, I have oh. seen that yeah, specifically. Yeah, that's, that's what I feel yeah. like. Maybe that's what they're doing because that feels very NYT. Yeah, I feel like they're like, if you looked at the profession makeup of New York Times writers' friends, it would be like, <laughs> Chef, 45%, like famous chef, 10%, sommelier, and then like sommelier, lawyer, uh, rare bookseller, dermatologist, <laughs> but, right. but all their medical takes come from a dermatologist that they know. And <laughs> right. it's like, well, there's other, do okay, whatever. It's like, well, they're a doctor. And, yeah. and also finance bros, for sure. You got to have finance bros. Drinks from cans, which I've, I've been doing since uh, Brave. I, I was a child. Brave. Vegetables of the year. Take your pick. Okay. Come on. No. They said the all vegetables. They were all like, vegetables. there's usually a vegetable of the year, but this year people are going more plant-based. So pick a vegetable that's your favorite. And then when they finally take their big swing, where they get real specific, <laughs> mm -hmm. they're like, all right, motherfuckers, you ready? Roll up their sleeves. Flavor of the year. Basque burnt cheesecake. Wild. A wild get choice. Get ready. To not be able to escape Basque burnt cheesecake. Especially because cheesecake isn't like the easiest thing to make. Take it from someone who's tried to make a cheesecake multiple times. And maybe I'm just challenged. But I've yet to successfully make. They could have said cheesecake as a as a flavor. but No, but specifically. They so specific. Well, what's Basque burnt? Exactly. Well, you would think you would know by now, Anna. It is the flavor of the year. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> He's taking out his anger that the NYT didn't do their best with these predictions. I don't know what that is. It says a crustless cheesecake baked in a very hot oven so the top caramelizes, but the inside remains soft and jiggly. Came out of San Sebastian, Spain in the 1990s. Some elite American chefs started making versions, and two years ago, it slipped into more mainstream food culture. Where? Where? I don't Where? know. So Mainstream is if if Cheesecake Factory had a burnt Basque cheesecake, then yes, hats off right. to you. But I you, haven't that, seen it. It's mainstream. But like when I'm looking at it, like I'm looking at like a Japanese recipe website, like Serious Eats, which, OK, like I get Serious Eats as a, a destination for that. But like I don't see it as like a we're not seeing the proliferation of it, you know, being offered as a standard dessert option. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, it. I'm not seeing it. I'm not. I don't get it. Yeah, uh, don't get as someone it. who's a connoisseur of cheesecake, it's definitely not my go-to. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's just on you. The New York <laughs> Times is right. The world was wrong in 2021. Um, <laughs> all right. And finally, let's talk fashion real quick. Uh, style caster. You would think they would know since they cast styles. Mm -hmm. They cast it like it's a fishing line. Um, and they they had some hot takes. They had some hot takes. I don't feel like anything they said was wrong by any means. Their first suggestion was eyesore prints. I thought that was a little rude. Uh, I, <laughs> I like a loud print, you know? I yeah. think they're fun. I don't wear a lot of them, but I enjoy it when people take the leap to do it. And mm -hmm. I do feel like TikTok really loved a loud print this year. I saw a lot of checkerboard. I saw a lot of floral, but not like... Like not, grandma's uh, curtains. 
yeah, not Devil's Wears Prada floral for spring groundbreaking, but more like bright daisies kind of thing, like chunky, like yeah, very 70s, like nineties, right? Yeah, yeah, like floral. Loose layers was their second pick, which I feel like yeah, that oversized look is like very in right now. I can't get mm-hmm. into that. Uh, unique <laughs> bags, which I think was a silly way to put that but uh they said not like the other girls bags what's um, a unique bag like yeah what is that like, like a tesco a bag, shopping bag yeah i think having a bag that isn't like um trendy i guess like something that you found like super unique vintage like weird right. like loud not something that is reasonable like not something that's going to go with everything like you have a bag per outfit statement bag kind of statement guilty bags. yeah they nailed me <laughs> Um, they said textures and shears, which is very true. I do think textures and shears were big this year. Um, a lot of like sheery tops with like bralette kind of situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that sparkly sheer. And then they said chunky boots and loafers, not heels of the year. Like you wanted comfortable style right. shoes. I'm not a big loafer fan personally. Uh, but I do love a boot. We definitely went chunky this year. I feel like we, I've seen a lot of chunk in those Oh, heels. chunkers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The footwear? Yeah. It's nonstop chunkers. And oh my gosh, the other day when I was at the Americana, I saw somebody, their sh- shoe too chunky, couldn't walk on it. <laughs> they had a misstep on a big old chunky sneaker and I went... <laughs> were they yeah. tall? Like their platforms too? Yeah, they were chunky yeah. ass. Like they, they almost, they were like so chunky to make up like a fashion statement that in yeah, a way like it was like it was karmic that you're like mm-hmm. and you couldn't even transition from concrete to grass <laughs> part of me feels like there was something gen z was born with that taught them how to walk in these chunky shoes because i'm trip central trip trip, trip central mm-hmm. i'm okay. trip central when i try and walk with chunky chunky soles what are they right bottoms <laughs> yeah chunky yeah chunky soles yeah, yeah. i think so I personally, I am a short person. I'm very short. I like a platform sometimes, but I can't walk on a flat platform. I was grown in the South, so I'm like all about a heel. I feel like I'm going to tip over. Like if I'm like walk, because if I'm just like four inches, just like floating. Right. I'm like, I'm gonna fall. Like at least like a heel, your toes are like on the ground so you can like feel the ground. But when you're on a platform, you're just like. Four inches taller than you're supposed to be. Because then you have yeah. to adjust your your gait and your stride and picking yeah. your feet up. Because with that chunky ass sole, like your toe will scrape down, and then over. you're like you like this person at the Americana. Shout out to them. Shout out to them going for it for really yeah. you know doing it for the fashion, doing it for the gram. You know, yeah. I think we're back. Like Joel was saying earlier uh, on a different recording we had today. You know, you, everyone's flexing for the gram again. Like they are. They know when they step outside. No one's going to see that look. So you have to take a picture and it has right. to live somewhere because we're in the house all day. Yeah. Um, and then the last big prediction was a high low mix, meaning like high fashion pieces with low fashion pieces. So like mm. sporting like a H&M coat with like a designer Chanel bag or right. like, you know, mm. just really expensive and then really cheap Right. right. You got a Dior coat on with the old family reunion t shirt underneath that you thrifted. Yeah. I see yeah. it. See that everywhere. That feels or like just very like a, LA yeah. too. Yeah, Tuxedo it, up top and then sweatpants on the bottom. Well, Jack, like, I just said that's just a weird look. Not you're like, <laughs> high low, dude. High right. low. Like the high is up high, the low is down low. 
Right. Uh, when you were like when you were that crop top and like and like uh Daisy Duke shorts, you're like high up here and then low down here. I'm like, Jack. Okay. Y2K is back. People yeah. did predict that. Um, but I felt like that was way too self explanatory and way too, too on the easy. nose because Y2K has come back in full force in twenty twenty one and I'm not happy about it personally. Um, I'm scarred from those years of my life. I was an ugly middle schooler and low rise jeans don't look good on curvy girls. So uh-uh. I'm not happy Oof. that they're yeah. back. But can't have hips when you have yeah, uh, when you, you wear low rise jeans. <laughs> you cannot have hips if you have low rise jeans. We all remember I feel like no one's talking about like that scary muffin top we were so afraid of having. Like that the I don't want to be like a chuggy millennial talking about it, but that was like horrible. All you were worried about was that muffin top. And now people are like, no, this is cool. Again. This is cool. I'm like, I got my LEI jeans out of storage. I'm ready. By the way, that was the first and most seamless, uh, you know, straightforward use of Chugi by uh, somebody on our show. And it means <laughs> a lot to me. It makes me feel uh, relevant. And, and also, <laughs> I appreciate realize I don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come it on, man. You know, we're all. Something what that I means. saw that was very much like only like white millennial women use this word. And I do believe that. Like, it's like we as the POC community were like, that is for them and it is not for us. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is well, an argument yeah. they're having. Yeah, there's always. Having. If that's what's funny. Yeah, there's always words to describe someone who's like out of touch now or older yeah. and, right. you know, trying to recapture their their glory. But, you know, shout out all the chugs out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we see you. God, what is who is wearing the low cut jeans where they cut the entire pink. back off? So it's pink. like, Wasn't it pink? oh, yeah, pink. Right. Oh. From our we had a live show where we look back at the fashions of like the early aughts and pink is rocking like there's no back to her pocket and it's just like the like diy chaps yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but like, like no waist yeah. no waist and so it's just like you don't even know how it's staying up like it has to have been glued <laughs> to her pelvis no i think there were clear straps that we couldn't see oh, oh it. I was. i thought they were just being held up by her abs are you kidding why don't you guys try and watching some project runway the pop right. women, pop girlies of the early 2000s abs was insane. To hold That's how you up. ruin Crouching Tiger for me, too. There's invisible <laughs> straps that hold them, holding them up. They're not flying? <laughs> no! Oh, uh, wait till we tell them about the Matrix. Uh-oh. You liars! Uh, I ruined a lot of screenings of that by screaming <laughs> like that. Look, guys, it's been a long year. Uh, yeah. And I, I said on last year's episode uh, where we did predictions... Uh, that this would be the last you heard of me and uh, we'll say it again. Uh, this is it for my podcast career. Uh, okay. It's been fun. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for uh, coming on to talk about all the ways experts are idiots and we are smarter than them. Thank you. Becca, where can people uh, find you and follow you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Bex Ramos, B-E-C-C-S-R-A-M-O-S. It's considerably hard for people to realize us on a but you know yeah and also on twitter uh as bex ramos as well but i'm not active on twitter so if you want to see me uh do activism work or be at a bookstore follow me on instagram <laughs> there it is there it is super producer anna hosnia where can people find you follow you i'm just at anna hosnia on twitter wow twitter. all right <laughs> 
and you guys know where to find Miles and yeah. I. Uh, At Wave won't separate me from my phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice try. Now wave. imagine a wave, and then my hands coming at you, <laughs> trying to get your stuff out of your hands. <laughs> All right, uh, that is going to do it for this year ender. Uh, we are back with more podcasts uh, at some point in the future, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.